with John Adams and Josh Allen. Yo, 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 everyone, what's up? Yo, yo, yo. How many get excited at, at, the, uh, at the end of this evening's debacle of a football game? But yo, 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 what's up? <laughs> I know we got we got an extra online today too, and we're and we're all here, all three together, plus one, Jamie Cuthrell. Let's hear it for James Cuthrell, live from Raleigh, North Carolina. What? <laughs> Let's start out with Jamie today, since he's our guest. Jamie, what do you think about the game? Well, I, I don't even know what to say. I, I'm watching this game. The last three runs that we try to make, you know, we're we're trying to throw what forty yards or something. Can't hit the pocket, can't defend the quarterback. It's a sad, sad situation. Although, I mean, and, and we've been talking about this already, uh, the calls have been ridiculous. Ridiculous. Man, the officiating through this whole thing was, was horrible. I mean, like, like I was saying to Jonathan before we started this thing, you know, we're lucky we didn't get called back when Betts ran the. Uh, Band, or when Betts uh, ran the ball all the way back, you know, for uh, stepping out of bounds. You know, whether or not he was actually out of bounds, either way, we're lucky we got that call uh, and actually and actually got the points on the board for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, i got to say that they, I think there were four reviews of plays throughout the whole game, and they didn't overturn any of them. And if I remember correctly, at least three, if not all four of them, should have been overturned, including because it, it looked to me like Betts stepped out of bounds. Yeah. But and, it's, and especially that last touchdown uh, for oh, yeah. Tampa Bay. I mean, it, it was pretty clear to me in those slow-mo replays that that uh, the elbow was down about a foot before the goal line. And, and uh, I mean, you know, I, I fully expected that one to come back. Yeah, these refs were just horrible, man. Every single call, it was like they were too good to admit their mistakes. So they weren't going to overturn any of those challenges. Now, now, now that said... I mean, we did have some issues that uh, that there were some definite spots that we could have been playing better today. Absolutely, I think I think as the season has gone forth, uh, the defense has done nothing but regress, and getting worse and worse. I mean, giving up 36 yeah. points to the Tampa Bay fucking ears is uh, <laughs> is atrocious. I think Greg Williams needs to uh, I don't know maybe give some of his salary to charity or something because he's not showing this. <laughs> You know, you know, I was watching the game after giving Walt Harris a kick in the balls last week. Yeah. You know, I'm watching the game today. You know, I watch him make a nice tackle. I watch him get his hand up and tip a ball. You know, uh, you know, away from from a touchdown in the end zone. Um, And and then that last touchdown. Who was the coverage on that? Was it Walt Harris? Walt Harris. Uh, Or or you mean nobody? You mean nobody was? Okay. I think yeah. I, I do think that number twenty, uh Pearson or Princess Prelo, whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, he definitely gets the uh the kick in the balls for the worst play on the defense today. And there were a lot of choices, Walt Harris, as you said, for giving up that late touchdown. But Pearson Prelo was getting burnt left, right, up down, like like a damn sausage biscuit at Hardy. <laughs> he was horrible. It, the same with Carlos Rogers today. Yeah, he's a rookie though. Yeah, 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 I know, but I, you know, I think I expected much more. Uh, you know, seeing him in there and, and and watching him just get burnt like that. You know, I guess maybe he'll mature and come along with it, but uh, I don't know. I just expected a lot more, and I felt like we gave a lot of things away. 
you know, like you said, John, on, on the defense has kind of been uh, moving backwards rather than forwards. Even even my man, LeVar Arrington, no one's a bigger LeVar Arrington fan than me. You know, we can argue about that. But uh, <laughs> Wait, hold on. Is Bay a LeVar Arrington fan? I love LeVar Arrington. I mean, there were some, there were some times today where he just, uh, you know, he was going for the for the big tackle, the big play, but he just totally missed it. Um, you know, I think he played okay. Uh, you know, no super blatant mistakes, I don't think. But I mean, I just think there were a couple tackles there that he he probably uh, he probably should have been on. He just kind of missed his mark a little bit. Yeah, he had a couple of one on ones with Mike Allstott in those goal line situations, and he yeah. came up a little short. Yeah, I mean, the one touchdown, he was there, um, and he was kind of there uh, at the last minute, and I don't think that was him. I mean, that was just that was him trying to make the play. It just wasn't enough to keep him out. But, right. I mean, like you said, there were a couple times where he just uh, he just came up short on the play. But that, that was happening a lot with, with a lot of the defense. I mean, when you give up 35, 36 points in a game, it's, it's really hard to win. Yeah. yeah. you got to say that. And what about the first half with those turnovers with Brunel, man? What was up with him in the first half? I know, what was it, three turnovers in the first half? He had three two turnovers. interceptions and, what, a fumble? Yeah. And somehow Dockery landed on yet another fumble. <laughs> but then he made up for that, or or vice versa, whatever, when he uh, got his weekly holding penalty that called back that, what was it, a touchdown or a long pass or something? I don't quite remember. It was a long pass into the red zone with Santana Moss, yeah. Yeah, way to go, Dockery. But still, my kick in the balls is still going to have to go to Brunel for that first half, which was pretty luck last. Uh, right. You know, it was He'll pretty come bad. come back and score Lackluster. 35 points in the game. Yeah, it was a pretty good second half, but, I mean, the first half, he was looking pretty bad. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, uh, what, the, the punt return? we got to talk about some good stuff, too, here. That's true. That punt return was pretty sweet. And, yeah, if you want to talk about some good stuff, what about Clinton Portis with over 100 yards in the first half? No doubt. Yeah, what is he, like 130 yards or something uh, by the beginning of the third quarter, you know, somewhere in the middle of the third quarter? Mm-hmm. I mean, man. I mean, you could he ran. He ran, ended up going for 144 yards on 23 carries. I mean, you couldn't ask much more of the offense today. I mean, compared to last year when the offense was lucky to score like 14 points. Oh, yeah. Today it was the defense that gave it up. If we could get both sides of the ball to show up, maybe we would win a, uh, you know, Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, get to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, let's get to the playoffs. That would be fantastic. Well, the only, the good news today so far though is the Giants also lost, so that doesn't put us a game further back than we already were. But we could have tied for first place if we would have won today. And uh, John, as John pointed out, not to you know pick on these crappy refs anymore, but they penalized penalized us twice on that two point conversion offsides penalty. Once they gave him the ball at the one yard line, and then on the kickoff. That's right. At the end of the game, they gave, they gave him the half a distance on the offside when they when they blocked the extra point. They gave him the half the distance, and they penalized them extra yards on the kickoff right after that. Yeah, these refs just weren't quite with it, but, you know. Of course, we're going to blame them because we're, uh, you know, biased to the Redskins. Just a little bit. Just a little, <laughs> just a little bit. But anyway, y'all. So, uh, John Adams, um... Who's, who does your game ball go to? Uh, my game ball has it has to go to Clinton Portis because he really he really stepped it up. He showed up today. He was he was a force and he was hustling. He was there all the time. He made some great blocks. Uh, you know, of course, he ran for 144 yards. He got a touchdown. Uh, he was the real deal today. It was good to see him really show up. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Bringing it to the game. So every, I agree with you guys. It looks like Clinton Porras is getting the unanimous one game ball today. Like, I have a little exception to that. I, you know, I'm going to give a game ball to Chris Cooley. Uh, in my opinion, we came up, we were coming up short, you know, uh, fourth and yardage on a couple of times where we were going for it. And Chris Cooley seemed to be there each of those times making the big plays and, uh, you know, helping us move the ball on down the field instead of turning over on downs. And I think there were a couple of times where, uh, where it was a gutsy call to do that, and, and Chris Cooley stepped up and made that. So he may not have made the big plays, the touchdowns, the, uh, the uh, you know, the, uh, it's, I'll give my little mini game ball there to Chris Cooley. Uh, that, that's my opinion today. Yeah, Chris Cooley, he stepped it up today. I mean, he had a couple of big first downs. He had six receptions for 66 yards. Right. Second, just behind Santana Boss today. So yeah, yeah. he did have a very, he had another solid game. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think he continues to get better. I mean, I think he's uh, he's got he's like a mainstay for the Redskins. I mean, you know, they can count on him to be reliable. They can go to him. Uh, you know, I continue to see Chris Cooley just get better and better, and I think it's great. I hope I hope he stays for a long time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, in my opinion, uh, Chris Cooley is is like the new Art Monk. He's going to catch it on third and whatever all the time to keep a, keep a drive going, but he's never going to be like the super breakout player. Right. He's just going to be consistent dude, dude, and always get the job done. Big. The dude is my size. I mean, he's 6'3", 250 pounds. Um, you know, he, he he's a big guy. And uh, to watch him move the way he does sometimes is pretty incredible. Yeah, he's definitely, definitely uh, not a twig. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he's no twig Speaking of Clinton Portis, man, John Adams always says that Clinton Portis reminds him of you. <laughs> yeah, he reminds, he reminds me of Josh Allen an awful lot. The way he carries himself. Funny, he was in a uh, was in the uh, ten yards for TV today. And yeah, I saw that. He was pretty funny. He kind of reminded me of you there as well. He looked like he had a major cold. <laughs> he was still laughing and joking. I mean, wearing those Ronald McDonald socks last week, that's something you would have done, Josh. That's probably true. To say I'm going to pay 20 grand so I can wear my Ronald McDonald socks, you know, hopefully at least they gave, uh, at least the league gives the money to the uh, the Ronald McDonald charity for that or something, <laughs> the Ronald McDonald house. I mean, that, that would be the way to do it at least, you know, to get that 20 grand and at least put it somewhere useful. Well, I know they give it to some charity, so maybe yeah. that's who they'll give it to. Anyway, looking forward to next week. John Adams, Mr. Redskin. Who are the Redskins even playing? I haven't even looked forward. Who are the Redskins playing next week? I believe it is a 1 o'clock game at home against my buddies, my buddies. Wherever he goes, the Redskins go. Who's that? Buddy Ryan? Turner's Oakland Raiders. <laughs> oh, Norb Turner. <laughs> are, gonna be, are coming that is field next Sunday. Well, we better. Turner and his My Buddy haircut. <laughs> <laughs> my Buddy haircut. Yeah, let's hear it for Nora Turner. Yay. He's going to show up and he's going to have the offense go run, run, draw play, punt. Run, <laughs> run, draw play, punt. Run, and, run, pass for three yards, punt. Yeah, and if you'll remember when we went to that Giants-Redskins game, it'll be like, you know, fourth and... And three, 
from like the 45 yard line and his kicker can only kick a 30 yard field goal because he's injured and he'll uh, go for the field goal instead of going for the first down at the end of the game. <laughs> Good and I do have the distinct uh, pleasure of having been at Norv Turner's last game as a Redskins coach. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad we weren't one game later going to the stadium. Yeah, truly. Who, who was that guy that took over for a while? Uh, no, he was like the assistant coach. Oh, 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 Rabisky. Terry, Terry Rabisky. Rabisky. Yeah, he was yeah, cool, yeah. man. <laughs> man. <laughs> anyway, Jamie, what's up? Not too much, man. Just um, actually having some time to watch some football. It's pretty nice. I bet. <laughs> Did you get a chance uh, to listen to our last week's uh, podcast? Do what? Did you get a chance to listen to last week's podcast? No, no, Josh, uh, we uh, turned it on a little while ago, and Josh says, uh, we'll wait till the football's over. <laughs> well, you get to hear it. You'll get to hear it after this game, but... Who does your, uh, we all pretty much, you know, Clinton Porter's and a shout-out to uh, Chris Cooley, but who does your uh, kicking the balls go to for this week? Uh, I, I think it would have to be that 15-year-old quarterback for Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised that they let somebody, you know, Sims, what is he, 15, 16 years old? <laughs> Actually, you know, man a team like that. So hey, kick in the balls. Yeah, he, he kicked us in the balls. This game. He kicked us in the balls. <laughs> I, I, I gotta give a kick in the balls. Speaking of kicks in the balls, I gotta give my kick in the balls to uh, Pearson Prelo. Yeah, the dude. Uh, unless I am uh, mistaken, was it Pearson Prelo that uh, that jumped off sides on the extra point for that last touchdown for Tampa Bay? I believe it was. They said it was number 26, but I didn't see a 26 out there. So. Yeah, I don't think Quentin Portis was on the field. Yeah, it was Quentin Portis, though. I mean, it, it, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was number 20, Tristan Prelo. The only other person, uh, I mean, that's, that's it. I mean, I was looking to see who that was. I'm pretty sure it was him. And, I, and this was my thought with that. I mean, we know he played horribly tonight. I and, agree. And, he, he was the Walt Harris of tonight. To finish it off, the icing on the cake. Jumping off sides on an extra point, which would have tied it up and at least gone into OT and given us an opportunity to to have some some extra time and not feel rushed and trying to get the ball down the field, you know, to, for for them to be able to put up that extra point on top of us and and us to be down by one, you know, the Redskins then have the rush to try to get the job done to to put something on the board to win the game. It would have at least tied it up. He should have just been calm. You know, yeah, gone and tried to make the block if he was going to do that, but not jump off sides and got all crazy about it. And, you know, that gave him the extra chance to, to run in, too, and that's exactly what they ended up doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and the thing was that he wasn't even the one that blocked the kick. It ended up being, uh, I think it was Sean Springs is the one that got a hand on it. Right. Well, that, that was the only other guy I saw that I was going to say. You know, I wasn't sure if it was Sean Springs that went off sides or, uh, or Pearson Prelo, but... Uh, I was pretty certain it was Pearson. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry, Pearson. If you hear this podcast, if it was Sean, dude, you shouldn't have done it. So uh, there's my kick in the balls. Wherever that happened, that was icing on the cake for me. Yeah, Pearson, even if it wasn't you, you sucked enough in the rest of the game to get a kick in the balls anyway. So if you're listening, too bad. I, th- I think amongst the four of us, we agree uh, from from the, uh, the the kick in the ball awards from each one of us. I think it sounds like uh, Pearson, Princess Prelo, is going to be the, uh, the Daryl Pounds. Um, that is true, but before this podcast is over, which it almost is, I got to still give a shout out to Joe Salavea, who had a heck oh, of a game. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's gonna get yeah. my game ball, man. He he kicked some butt today. 
Absolutely. Yep. He was he was he was a stalwart on the defense. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. All right, boys. Well, thanks for calling in on yet another episode of Harry Hog Football. Thank you both the in, fellas. It was good. I mean, it's good to have the uh, good to have the four way call here instead of uh, instead of everybody calling in separately. So we have to do this more often. Yeah, it's good to hear from you, Uncle Jim. No doubt, man. We want to give out a shout to uh, Charlie up there in Yorktown and Betty and listening Betty. in to Harry Hog Football. You know it's about time to pull out the Redskins Christmas tree. Yeah, it is. Hey, we want to hear from Charlie next week on the show. Oh, you know, I, I bet I could make that happen. Yeah, we need to see that. we got to get him to listen in. Maybe All right. put a call into him in the middle of the uh, podcast. That'd be good. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I'll talk to you next week. Uh, thanks for calling and joining in on Harry Hog Football. And we'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Hopefully, hopefully next week we'll be in a better mood. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, and hail to the Redskins. Hail, hail. to the Redskins. Hail to the Redskins. Have hail to the Redskins. All right. Later. Later.